0: gunslinger posse whenever and wherever you are this is branded for november 8th 2023 and we are live from the den out in Lavernia. <laughs> cue the crowd cue the crowd i guess so this is for our veterans day special he's tom manas I'M THE, uh, WELL, HE'S THE HEAD COACH AND GENERAL MANAGER OF THE SAN ANTONIO GUNSLINGERS. I'M RALPH JUDKINS. VERY LUCKY TO BE HERE AND NOW. SO, COACH, LET'S GO.
1: ABSOLUTELY. Uh, SPECIAL SHOW. WE WANT TO MAKE SURE THAT um, EVERYONE UNDERSTANDS THE REASON WE'RE DOING THIS TONIGHT. BUT FIRST, I WANT TO THANK OUR SPONSORS. OBVIOUSLY, THE DEN FOR HAVING US. Um, WE'RE EXCITED uh, ABOUT THIS SPACE AND and THE PEOPLE THAT ARE HERE, AND THEN ALSO, Very thankful, as always, to Gone Country uh, Hats, uh, again, you know, wearing their product and uh, proudly, and and thanks for all the support they've given us on this show and and with our organization. But back to your question. Um, Got a little bit of heat today. Huh. I was talking to a couple podcasters, uh, had called me up, and we were talking, and they said, you're going to actually do a whole show today about veterans? And I said, yeah, you got a problem with that? and of course nothing said then and i said yeah absolutely it's the least we can do and when i say least it really is the least we can do and and not because uh, we want don't want to do more and we do do more but we we feel like we've got to celebrate our veterans and uh, we're lucky enough to have some people on tonight that uh, not only are great men uh, they're patriots all of them and uh, i can't wait for uh, Getting some new leadership in the White House and getting these guys what they deserve. We'll just say that.
0: Well, I'll say here in Military City, USA, when it comes to our veterans and our supportive veterans, it's not an act. It's not something we do occasionally once or twice a year. It's a year-round event. Right. And if you're in northeast San Antonio, it's a short drive out to the den in Lavernia. If you're not, please join us up in the comments go ahead and yeah Texas Pete already checking in saying howdy uh you join him too if you have a question for coach or any of our guests just put a cue in front of it
1: let me throw one thing in too uh today uh in addition to us giving away prizes like we do at every show um I'm going to ask a trivia question for the people that are online and I used to do this in previous shows with other organizations and it was pretty popular and the first person to respond with the correct answer we will get you in touch with our merchandising people, and we're going to send you out a little gift.
0: And uh, it's going to be pretty nice. So we'll just say that. And we're going to continue to do that throughout the year. And it's it's going to be a blast. We have an all star lineup tonight. Uh, Jack, uh, Jeff, Jack joins us. Daniel Vargas.
1: Well, let's talk about but, it real quick. OK, Jeff is uh, a new signee of the Gunslingers, a West Point graduate, a commissioned officer. Um, he's going to be uh, fighting for a spot on our roster this year, and I know he'd love your support, but more importantly, he's on tonight to talk about his service to our country. And then next, we'll have Daniel Vargas. Daniel Vargas, Operation Triage. Uh, if uh, I think he has trouble going through doors because his wings hit the sides. Uh, there's an angel there. We're going to get to meet him.
0: And Clint George.
1: Clint George, the strong, silent type. That's going to be an interesting interview. We're going to, we're going to get him to talk.
0: Well, it's going to be difficult. <laughs> A because very experienced he is, veteran, we'll just say that. He is of what are known as the silent professionals. Correct. And I will just leave it at that. If you know what we're talking about, you know. If you don't know, you don't need to know. Right. But yes. And then
1: we're going to wrap up the show with our owner and uh, leader, uh, Don Rackler. Uh, to talk about his relationship with the military and um, what he's done
0: uh, for the
1: military community.
0: And so when we come back, we will have the start of our first quarter. We'll open tonight with Semper Paratus. This is the U.S. Coast Guard theme, and you are watching Branded Live from Lavernia.
2: Don't get left in the dark again. John Wayne has a full warehouse of standby generators ready for immediate installation. We'll keep the lights on. We'll keep your appliances running, even if you lose power. Call or text John Wayne today and don't pay anything until October 2024. Spreester,
0: Jimenez. Casky, Ramirez. Cars ramming into DPS troopers. I do the behind the kitchen door.
3: Hear about the video of your DWI arrest. Expect more at 10. Another out the night beat.
2: Night on the night beat.
3: The night beat da 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 uh.
0: WELCOME BACK TO BRANDED LIVE FROM THE DEN. WANTED TO SHOW YOU THE CROWD HERE TONIGHT. HEY, FOLKS, YOU'RE ON CAMERA. LET THEM KNOW. (laughs) AND WELCOME BACK TO BRANDED. Uh, HERE WE ARE IN THE FIRST QUARTER, COACH. I GUESS IT WOULD BE TIME TO TALK ABOUT OUR uh, NEWS OF THE WEEK.
1: NEWS OF THE WEEK, OKAY, WELL, SEASON TICKETS ARE GOING REALLY, REALLY WELL. Um, FIRST OF ALL, AS I DO EVERY MONTH, I CHALLENGE OUR FANS TO STEP UP AND WIN THE MONTH, AND um, THEY'RE SHOWING THEIR GUNSLINGER PRIDE RIGHT NOW. Uh, WE NEED YOU TO, WE WANT TO KEEP ENCOURAGING YOU TO GET INVOLVED WITH OUR SUBSCRIPTION SERVICE. IT'S A it's a FANTASTIC SERVICE TO BUY, uh, buy YOUR SEASON TICKETS, uh, IT'S A GREAT OPPORTUNITY. Jordan is creating some unbelievable uh, merchandise for the holidays. Um, we're gonna have Jordan and April on next week to talk about all the sales coming up on Cyber Monday and all that good stuff. We're working very hard at that. Um, we launched our video from the tryout that we had. Um, I think that thing had 48,000 views. as of Did you wanna
0: say ago. where it had even more views? As far as the player himself?
1: Oh, well, yeah, the highlight uh, uh, of the, the day was the, the guy that I guess I yelled out, let's go ahead and sign him right away. Um, we'll just say that he had personally 7,000 some odd views on his own site, um, on his own Twitter feed. Um, it's amazing that the outpouring we're getting and the connections that we're getting and the people that are following us from all around the country, and we're very grateful of that. In addition to that, Um, AS OF THIS MORNING, I WAS WORKING ON SIGNING FOUR NEW PLAYERS uh, TO THE ROSTER. I'LL HAVE THAT COMPLETED uh, EITHER LATE TONIGHT OR TOMORROW MORNING. Uh, WE'LL BE ADDING THEM. YOU'LL BE ABLE TO SEE THEM ON OUR SOCIAL MEDIA, WHO WE'VE ADDED. Um, NOT ONLY TREMENDOUS FOOTBALL PLAYERS, BUT ABSOLUTELY TREMENDOUS uh, INDIVIDUALS, GREAT CHARACTER GUYS. THEY'RE GOING TO FIT IN WELL HERE. Um, they, THEY MEET OUR CRITERIA, WE'LL JUST SAY. Um, so we're excited about having them in. I'm trying to think if there's really – my wife was supposed to come in with my grandson. They got sick. Oh, no. And instead I'm going to babysit a puppy this weekend. So I'm, oh, I'm that, excited about that.
0: That's but, what he's going to miss out on is a beautiful oh, yeah. golden retriever that's oh, around he'll get plenty of
1: videos here. and just uh, he's going to – yeah. I'll have this dog <laughs> running past patterns by the time the weekend's over. Well, <laughs> so, November
0: is a hard month because we're going to lose some days out of it. As a matter of fact, a quick quick talk about program notes. We will be doing another show on November 15th, and I think we talked about returning. We'll take a break for the rest of November, returning December 6th or perhaps on the 13th, but guaranteed on December 20th, your pre-Christmas special. And then we'll take a break until January 10th. So we really have... uh, four possibly five more shows going forward
1: and and it's out of respect for our fans uh I mean we understand it's family time it's out of respect for our players our staff um you uh I don't have a life I (laughs) I just do football but um it's getting that way for me too yeah I know I I apologize every day to a lot of people um I chose this but but the, the unique thing about it is um Like next week, we're going to have some videos of some players giving Thanksgiving wishes and and coaches and so on throughout the show. Um, It's a special time of year. It's family time. You know, I build my teams based on God, family, and football. Uh, If you don't meet that criteria, don't show up. You know, so everything we do is going to be centered around that, Uh, whether it's how many shows we do, how many shows we don't do.
0: If you don't like it, come beat us. Well, speaking yeah. of one of those guys who has made the sacrifice, he's on with us now. Let's bring on, and there he is on screen, Jeff Ejekum. Jeff, how you doing tonight? Welcome to Branded.
3: I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me. It's, uh, it's a blessing being here for sure.
1: How you doing, Jeff?
0: Good
3: I'm to doing, see you. Doing good, Coach. Good to see you. Coach.
1: Good, good. So can I start? Or do you want to start? No, go go ahead.
0: I mean, introduce him. I've been watching well, a just, little bit of film just, on him. I
1: just wanted him to talk about. Let's let's first talk about your football journey. What got you here? Okay, um, you you played high school ball where?
3: So I played at. Uh, I'm from Houston, Texas, born and raised. Um, there you so I go. played at a uh, High School. It's an inner city school in Houston, um, and it's in the HISD program, Houston Independence District. Um, so from there, got got recruited to go play at West Point. I actually was playing wide receiver at West Point, um, but those who are familiar with the West Point offense (laughs) know that there's not a lot of receiving (laughs) in the offense. So uh, I did a lot of blocking, um, did make some big plays here and there, but uh, I think that's where I kind of learned what really being, uh, you know, I've always been a team player, always been a leader, everything like that, but that's really a a selfless place that you have to be, Um, when you're playing at West Point, especially playing receiver. So that's where I really learned about being a real team player and knowing that there's no I in team and really knowing that, you know, blocking is just as important as making that big play catch down the the road. So so I did that, uh, finished up my college career. I actually had a couple of workouts, tryouts, and whatnot with different NFL, CFL teams. But uh, obviously, my obligation came first. So I commissioned in 2018 as a second lieutenant. Um, I continued to train. I continued to do everything I could to stay ready to play if I got that call. Um, and, you know, luckily in 2022, I had an opportunity to join the IFL with the Vegas Nighthawks. Uh, well, wait a, a minute, Jeff,
1: you, you skipped a part. Tell them about your coaching career
3: oh yeah yeah yeah. so my actually my first time uh my first assignment out of the military was coaching at the preparatory school so i was coaching um i was coaching wide receivers and slot backs and uh that was my that was actually my first assignment in the military so i did that for about a year and then i went on to do the rest of my uh, military stuff that i guess we'll get into later but um fast forward 2022 um i I got a really good opportunity at, at a military assignment that i had to where I had a free summer and my boss ended up allowing me to go play football in the summer of 2022. So I was able to go to the Vegas Nighthawks, uh, played one year there, half a season and uh, played well enough to uh, make it all the way to the USFL in 2023. So I was with the Memphis Showboats. Unfortunately, that didn't work out, but then came back with the Nighthawks uh, in 2023 and uh, finished up my season there. And now I'm here with the San Antonio Gunslingers back in Texas. So I'm feeling good about myself. Go.
1: Awesome. OK, so quit the football journey um, and uh, West Point. I mean, that's a you're talking about inner city school to West Point, right? That had to be a heck of a transition for you, right? Um, that's awesome. Uh, I'm going to let Ralph here who speaks military. He's a retired <laughs> lieutenant colonel, so be on your guard here. Nah. But,
3: yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All
1: right.
0: Well, I, I know Jeff's comfortable wearing a headset because it's a lot more comfortable than a CVC. Oh, my goodness.
3: And, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And
0: uh, you don't have to be wearing mop. You don't have to be wearing uh, any, any C-Bernie gear to do this None show. Of uh, we talked we talked briefly after commissioning, after uh, doing the coaching thing, you went, you were an armor officer. Yes, sir. And you earned two very, very distinct honors, and I, I don't know how I could communicate this to our audience. First of all, at, uh, you, I don't know how many gunneries you did, I'm assuming one, but at that one gunnery, he had the top tank, and that's the top tank in not the company but the battalion. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so that is the highest scoring of all the tank crews in the entire tank battalion wow and but that's just the one crew and and you got to remember the officers that are on the tanks they're kind of there part-time-ish because they're busy doing all these other meetings you might pull a couple all-stars into your crew but at the same time you're not there all the time to work with them so that's where coaching comes in exactly that that's where that coaching i think paid off for him, and at an even bigger level so that's the crew that he's with, he had a driver, he had a loader, he had a gunner, he had himself, crew, crew of four gotcha. in, inside what is known as Whistling Death. Uh, do, do you it, yeah. yeah they, they, again, they don't know that uh, the the M1 Abrams. Its nickname is Whistling Death because it runs on a jet turbine engine, and literally it just goes up notes, down notes. It clanks, but yeah. Gotcha. And then even beyond that, okay. So yeah, he's got the best crew. He's got he's got the, his best small team. He led his platoon to the top platoon in the entire uh, what's called Table 12, the final gunnery where they all go down in line together. Okay. And that takes an incredible amount of skill, not just within the tank itself, but he has to communicate with all all the other crews that are trying to engage multiple targets as they appear from most dangerous to least dangerous. If I'm not mistaken, you lose points if you shoot them out of order.
3: Yeah, that's correct.
0: And and so whether you're firing with a coax, whether you're firing with a main gun, who's getting what, who's watching what, who's moving, who's on overwatch, it is a massive, massive thing to do. His was the best platoon in the battalion. And if this was only one gunner, you only had one shot, literally had one shot to get this honor, and he did in one go. All that. And then back to football. No,
1: no, 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 no. (laughs) I want to stay in the military, but I want to hear it from him too uh i I don't expect you to read off your awards. i mean that's i know you guys better than that and and you guys don't do that but um what was the experience like as far as how did it translate from the athletic field into the military with the discipline the regiment you know the codes um, the culture that kind of thing that's what i'm really i think our fans would be interested in too
3: yeah so a lot of people don't understand that they're pretty synonymous. Um, I think I got a lot of my initial leadership skills from playing football, from playing sports, because, I mean, at the end of the day, being in the military is a team sport as well. You can't do it yourself, Um, especially me being an officer. I have so many things that I have to do that I have to depend on my platoon sergeant. I have to depend on my gunner. uh, I have to depend on all my soldiers in order to get the job done. I just have to make sure that I'm setting the right example and being somebody that they can come to as a leader and knowing that I am putting myself and my team and my platoon in the best position to succeed. So, I mean, it's the same thing in football. If I'm not setting the example and being that leader on the field, if I'm not setting the example and being where I'm supposed to be, knowing my assignment, getting the extra work studying, then how do I expect my teammates to do the same thing? So, I mean, I take, they, there's no difference in me. I'm the same in the military that I am on the football field. And um, I mean, that's a leader. That's somebody that's tenacious. That's somebody that's going to get after it. And that's somebody that's dedicated to team first at any time. So.
1: So America, when you hear me say, this is why we recruit the way we recruit, God, family, football, but more importantly, character first, this is an example of what we're bringing into your community, San Antonio. Okay, somebody you can be proud of, uh, somebody I know. Us as an organization are proud of, but more importantly, um, for the country to be proud of, a guy who's done his service and is continuing to follow his dream. And um, I know that your support would mean everything to us. How, are the fans got anything for?
0: Oh, we, he's got a fan in it, uh, Hugo Black, who has <laughs> come in multiple t- multiple times. Uh, tell us who. Hugo is, would you so do? So that's,
3: uh, that's my blood brother, been my biggest fan through my entire life. Um, he's honestly been uh, pretty much, when it comes to my football career, when it comes to even molding me as a man, he's been that person for me. Uh, thankfully, you know, my father was definitely in my life. My mother was in my life, uh, but they worked so hard. My mom was a nurse, and she worked almost 14 hours a day every single time, and my dad worked extensive hours, too. And so my brother and my sister—they're um, both older than me. They both kind of took the load as like being that mother and father figure for me. And when, it, especially when it came to sports, my brother was so hard on me and everything. So like, it's just like when when I when I see myself win, like it's. It's it's him too. Like I, I feel like I really feel like I'm doing this for both of us for sure.
1: Is he is he in Houston also?
3: Yes, yes sir, he is.
1: So I got a feeling he's gonna be making the trek eight times.
3: One hundred percent. Yes sir, he'll All be right. at every game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good. Uh, was there anybody else in particular or no?
0: I uh, didn't have just in general. Uh, okay. In general, but I did I did want to lots ask lots people uh,
1: saying thank you and yeah that kind of thing.
0: Jeff, you went down range once. What does it mean? to be wearing the uniform in a foreign country, you're not just doing your job, you're representing America. Tell tell the audience about that because that's something not everyone gets to do and it means a lot.
3: No, 100%, I mean, because at the end of the day, you're the first representation of what that country sees, you know? So like, they can see propaganda, they can see the internet, they can see whatever they wanna see, but then when they see green suitors in their country face to face, that's now their perspective of what the country looks like. So just knowing um, that you have that you know, obligation and that type of responsibility, um, you got to carry that. And if you're not ready to carry that weight, then it's probably not the job that you need to be in. Um, I, I had the pleasure of going to Lithuania when it was probably the coldest that it can be. Um, so. If anybody knows where lithuania is it's super east europe <laughs> so um i was pretty cold i'm not gonna lie um i obviously west point was in new york so i felt a little bit with the cold but that was a different level of cold for a texas boy like me so uh it was um it was an experience um i grew a lot during that experience and it, it really made me and molded me into the man i am today i will say those nine months really did because it really fo- it forced me to be uh more diligent about who i was it forced me to really look myself and like really evaluate myself and be like, who do I want to be? And how do I want to lead these people? Especially when they're so far away from their families. Cause I mean, I was dealing with the same thing, being far away from my family, but now I also have the responsibility of 15 other people that are far away from their families as well. And they're under my watch. So.
1: Okay. Well, before we go, um, first of all, thank you for your service.
3: Yes, sir. I appreciate um, it.
1: Next. Uh, is there anybody you want to just give a quick, Shout out to you, little love, too, before you go.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, my family, uh, I wouldn't be able to do this without them. Um, It's it's been a journey, especially just with the professional football side of things, just because, you know, it's kind of tough being removed four years and then jumping into a professional career being an athlete. So um, with the support of my family and my friends, um, I can't thank them enough. We talk almost every day. They know exactly who they are. So I'm beyond blessed to have the support group that I have. Um, I just want to thank you guys. Coach, I thank you so much for the opportunity uh, to keep me here in Texas. Um, And and I I will also give thanks to Coach Davis. I hope Coach Mike Davis is tuning in because without him I wouldn't even have my first stint in the professional league. So uh, Coach Mike Davis I I love you. I appreciate you. But Coach Manas, thank you so much for keeping me in Texas. I love it here. Uh, I love the San Antonio fan base. I love the city of San Antonio. I've been several times and I'm just super excited to, you know, represent the organization and earning that spot to be, be here for, for a long time. So, all right, um, buddy. I well, appreciate hey, it.
1: thank you. Uh, thanks again. Again, thank you for your service, and I'll
0: see you in a couple months.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm ready right, to go. Buddy. All right. Tom. This has
0: been Jeff Jackham of the School of Hard Knocks and Fort <laughs> Knox, and now yeah, right. going to be a defensive back for the San Antonio Gunslingers. Thanks for being on, Jeff. We'll be back with more of Branded when we return after this brief interlude. With hey, believe it or not, we actually have the Space Force theme as our transitioning. You are. I didn't know they had one. They <laughs> do. And we're about to hear it. You're watching Branded here from the den in Lavernia.
2: Dependability, it's expected by our customers, and it's demanded by me. I personally guarantee the certified techs we send to your home and the equipment we install are dependable. John Wayne's American Pride Comfort Systems are designed specifically for San Antonio's extreme heat and humidity and come with a lifetime warranty. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72. Plus, get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For comfort you can depend on, call John Wayne today. It's so
0: easy to love Pick and Pull. Why? How about the largest inventory in South Texas? How about the ease of finding your part with our interchange and real-time inventory search at PickandPullSA.com? How about an organized yard and maps to find your parts, plus a shuttle? At Pick and Pull, we make it easy to save money on the quality used auto parts you need at a price you can afford. More to pick, less pull from your budget. Now that's Pick and Pull. Welcome back to Branded here live from the Den in Lavernia. The Den in Lavernia. They're <laughs> too busy drinking and eating. Yeah. A good time was had by all. I'm joined by, or we're joined by, Daniel Vargas of Operation Triage. Daniel, tell yes, us sir. about what Operation Triage is.
4: We're a 501c3 that we provide uh, emergency financial aid, home repairs, home remodels, um, home adaptabilities to disabled veterans and first responders hurting their line of duty. There you go. Straight to it. That's
0: an, ama- an amazing, amazing thing. Uh, quick dip for those, again, who are not military.
4: Triage. And that's why we came up with the name. So Triage is if you get hurt in at a forward operating location in the battlefield, you get sent straight to a triage hospital. And what they do is, in military terms, you know this, sir, they rack and stack you. The most injured go first and and down the line to the less injured. And so we do the same things with the families reaching out to us. There's always, there's a lot of needs out there, but we have to go to where the immediate need is and help those who are really, really struggling or, or in a financial emergency or a medical emergency that they need their home adapted
0: so the most good for the greatest need wherever possible within the limits of the assets available, which is where the idea of triage came from. Yes, sir. And that's why it carries forward in the name. In fact, the logo itself uh, incorporates a medical element in it.
4: Yes, we did that on purpose. Yeah. Uh, You know, we deal with a lot. So my wife's a nurse, so that's one of the reasons Ah. I put it in there. (laughs) Uh, But happy wife, happy life. Exactly. And the other reason is, is um, we do want to, you know, with, when you're dealing with military and you're dealing with military families, they they know they recognize certain logos. So the flag, the medical symbol, they know that's at the sign for help. You know, we're coming. Right. So that's one of the main reasons we did that with the logo.
1: So he's not coming at this as a civilian. though. How, tell us about your service.
4: Uh, I joined the Air Force in 1986, December of '86. Spent spent Christmas in basic training and uh, retired in 2007. I was in the United States Air Force for 20 years. I was uh, information management and information technology, so kind of a radi- radar. Radar,
0: the real. That's where the battle is being fought every day, <laughs> all day.
4: Radar, Riley type, uh, uh, running orderly rooms. Uh, you know, prepping people for deployments and things like that. Uh, did did my deployment? I, I did Desert, uh, Desert Storm, Desert Shield, and provide comfort. Um, ended up getting really sick there, exposed to burn pits and uh, chemicals. And uh, the reason I started into the nonprofit world, I was actually undeployable when Iraq and Afghanistan happened. And I was being seen at um, Brook Army Medical Center, which is now San Antonio Military Medical Center. And while I go in there, I saw all the war wounded coming back. And I, I, I was going through kind of an anxiety, depression thing where I wanted to deploy, but I couldn't. So I f- figured I needed to find something to do to deal with that. And so I started on my own volunteering at the hospital and taking troops out to events. And so I would take him out to events, get him out of the hospital, and it just, you know, God laid a mustard seed and just turned into something I never thought I'd be doing with my life. I never thought I'd be in the nonprofit world fighting the fights we have, but it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done with it. Besides my daughter being born, it's probably the greatest thing in my life. Yeah,
1: that's, that's a, real quick. So every team I've ever been involved in, we, we always have an affiliation with the military in some fashion. And I got involved uh, back home in Michigan uh, working with the VA. And I found out how many layers, right, you got to go through to get something accomplished. Um, And without these organizations, like Daniel has, um, these guys are are just, you know, they get to the point where they give up. And they just give up. Um, What's the suicide rate right, right now. It's, well, it's there, something there, astronomical. There's
4: two numbers. So the VA the VA only reports on the suicide rates of veterans they track through the VA system and they're saying seventeen a day. Nonprofits are tracking between twenty to twenty two a day. Yeah twenty two
0: is the number I'm and, I'm familiar with. Right. And I those numbers include in because yeah. the VA is not tracking guys yeah. like me that are not in the system at all. That's right.
4: exactly right. And that's those are the ones are missing. And and the the part that really bothers me is sixty five percent of those suicides are veterans over the age of 50 right because that's where your ailments and things start showing up and then you become you you feel like you're burdened to your family after all those years that they're committing suicide at a higher rate than the younger veterans
0: and because the support is simply either not there or it's too hard to navigate for for whatever reason well it's it, you're not used to being somebody else's responsibility you're being able to Used to being able to take care of other people
4: right and what i tell people is you know everybody that has served it was trained when you go to base training you're trained to stand on a wall and provide the blanket of freedom for everybody else to sleep under you're not used to asking for help and especially in the military and if you're in a deployable unit or you are with a unit that deploys a lot you don't go and admit that you're having problems or you have ailments so you don't get it in your records also because you don't want to be the weakest link in your unit you don't want to be the one that can't deploy because that stigma you right. you know with the military it's just yep. a stigma and so when you get out a lot of times when they get out, they just scatter to the wind and they never do anything with the VA. But then when they hit the age of the older age and when they really need it is when it becomes a battle to get it. And the VA is a two-headed monster. You have the medical side, which is the hospital and the medical treatments, but the benefit side is the one that's atrocious. It's it's a mafia. And I, I constitute it to a used car salesman. They're going to beat you down and force you to take what they want to give you. And they're going to inundate you with paperwork. And the, the veterans we help, the one thing I tell them is, you got to help me help you. You got to be able to fight this fight and we're going to fight the VA together. But if we go with the long run, we'll get you where you need to be. But you, you expect to fight cuz the VA is not going to just roll over easy.
1: Yeah, that, that's, that, that, that's that's what it's I not, faced in, in Michigan. Yeah. That, we, it's, we,
0: it's not how it should be. No, no it's it's, not. it's we made a promise. You 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 took the oath. You stood on the line you were exposed to stuff they denied even happened for years
4: till this year. So it, it, th- this is how our government works till this year. Did they, they admit, okay, burn pits do cause illnesses, but veterans that served in Vietnam, if the Vietnam's war has been over 50 years, veterans that served in Vietnam that were in Thailand, that were in Guam, they were on ships and planes in areas outside of Vietnam. Just this year they got approved to apply for benefits. They're exposed to Asian orange 50 years after the war most of them are dead. And I don't know if we can yeah. cuss on the show, but that's asinine. I mean, it's just yeah. it's stupidity. And the only reason the VA the VA was forced to do this is a nonprofit lobbied Congress and got Congress to vote on it and pass this bill. So the VA now is dragging its feet, and there's a huge backlog. So the motto with veterans is deny, deny until we die. You know, you're not going to give us our benefits until we die. So what we're doing right. is we're fighting the fight for them. I, I know how it was to go through it. So, and I see a lot of Vietnam veterans that have never gotten anything, never gotten a dime after after serving and being yeah, exposed to everything me they angry went through. Now.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. And, and, and it and makes you angry too. But see,
4: that to me, Veterans Day is every day because I deal with veterans every day. Veterans right. Day is every day. But right. everybody's out there that's on the civilian side. So, if you look at all wars, 7% of the American public has served since since beginning. We've been a country since World War One. The 93% that haven't served needs to get angry and needs to fight for these people because, regardless of what political line you are, regardless of how you feel We can't do anything and we don't have the freedoms we have unless we have a strong military and people that are willing to serve. Uh And by God we're blessed that we have people that are volunteering to serve. People that are standing on a wall for we can be here drinking a beer or be wherever we want to do and do what we want to do and speak our minds.
1: See but that's you want a burr under my saddle? Okay, here's a burr under my saddle.
0: Early early previously. I don't care. I'm gonna put it out there. (laughs) I go.
1: The thing that pisses me off is we're worried about global warming. We're not worried about the guy dying on the street without benefits. We're worried about, you know, all kinds of issues, they, them, him, her. And we're not worried about Sergeant and Captain and corman. We're not worried about them. Well, you really we, want to get pissed off? No, we I, trust me, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to not say vote for Trump. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so w- w- what I'm talking about is we need a strong leadership that's going to put it out there that he doesn't. he's kind of like I am in a sense. Where I don't care if you don't like what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it for the greater good. And it's not may not be good for me. It may not be good for you. But it's going to be good for all of these people. And the problem is, is that we're taking, you said 10% have served. 7%. 7%. 7%. 7%. And we're treating 1% of the U.S. in a special way where they get their own bathrooms and they get their own this and they can do that and they can have all this other stuff. But we're not taking care of that 7% that did what they did. So we can sit here today and talk the way we talk and be allowed to speak our mind and to do whatever we want to do. So in closing that little statement, if you don't like what I said, I don't care. (laughs) I make no apologies for it because we've got to start taking care of our veterans and it's got to start immediately. It's not something every day we lose people.
4: Yes, sir. Well, in Washington, you know? George Washington said best if we don't take care of those who have served, we're not going to have a military because who's going to keep wanting to serve if they know that, okay, I'm going to serve, but no one's going to be there for me when, I, go. when I'm affected by all this stuff. And the majority of the stuff that our troops are facing now since Vietnam is stuff we were exposed to by our own country. So at least admit that you use pesticides, you use, you, we burn things that you asked us to do and it affected us, admit it and just take care of us. There you go. It's that simple.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, in so many good things in life, <clears throat> if I, if I do this for you, you do this for me and we, we both live comfortably together. But if I just constantly give and give and give, there's gonna come a point where they say no. And then what's gonna happen? You know, they try to uh, take away police forces in town. They tell you, you know, and now all of a sudden, oh, well, maybe that was a bad idea since we're getting shoplifted. And maybe that's a bad idea since people are getting murdered. And then you look at the veterans, and the veterans are coming back. And our homeless rate for veterans is ridiculous. Um, but yet we're worried about. The temperature of the ocean went up a half a degree. Well, I mean, good Lord, come on, you know, there's so much good we can be doing right now. Uh, well, that's
4: why we need the the 93 percent, the others. To you know, if you're out there, we need. Uh, and I'm gonna brag. He's only probably get mad at me, but I'm gonna brag about your owner, Don Rackler No,
1: you don't. Have, he's um, the
4: best. So. Don, Don um, I, I'll tell you a quick story about Don and how I got involved with the Gunslingers and John Wayne. Is um, I. Doing operation. Trilogy, I had a Vietnam veteran that had a home that we needed to condemn. It needed to be torn all the way, to, totally down. It was not salvageable at all. And it was a small home. You know, we don't do extreme home makeovers. We're not giving somebody more than they need. We're just giving them what they've earned. And he lived in the family home. And I noticed that Don at Christmas time was doing, uh, uh, he'd find a veteran and, and do a home home makeover, you know, NUAC and everything. So right. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to email him and see if he'll help me out. So. Don's son, Johnny, called me up and said, hey, my dad wants to meet you and, and you know, can you come over to the office? So I drove out here and met with him and all I asked him said, hey, if you do all the mechanicals, I'll find a builder. And without even blinking an eye, Don looked straight at me and said, if I'm the lead contractor, I'll build it. And you, you let me build it my way and let me do it and stay out of the way. And you just find a place to stay and you furnish it, we'll get it done. And That's I done. swear yeah. to God, I walked out to my truck and I, I called my wife and cried. Oh, I yeah. cried like a baby because he, he saved Jesse's life. If you had met Jesse and his daughter, here's a Vietnam veteran that served three combat tours, twice wounded, two purple hearts, treated like crap when he, got, when he came home, called baby killer, spit on, everything, and just tried to, you know, tried to make a living for himself and was just struggling, struggling, struggling. And if it went for Don and Pam and the rest of the Rackler family and the gunslingers, he would have probably died the last years. He wouldn't have survived the last years. He, they totally changed his life. And that's that's what we're doing. We're not just remodeling a house. We're rebuilding a person. We're right. rebuilding a family. We're providing right. hope and faith again to them.
1: And, and the thing about it is it's classified as is <clears throat> to a lot of people as well, that's charity. That's not charity. No, that's just the right thing to do. Listen. If you have the ability to do the right thing, do the right thing. And, and that's what the Rackler family exemplifies is, you know, if I can, I will. It's it's not a discussion. If I can, I will. And people need to understand that 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 is what we all have to have in our hearts. Yeah. We're not giving you know? hands out. We're giving right. hands
4: up. This exactly. is a hands up. This exactly. is saying thank you. And this was way overdue. And this should have been done when you got home long, 50 years ago. Right. And thank you. Thank you for everything that you did, everything that you went through when, when our country was a mess then.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's I mean, a perfect example. So uh we've got some big events coming up uh down the road um we're going to be continuing to work with your organization not only the john wayne uh company uh and don personally and his family but also uh the gunslingers and i hope you'll accept me personally already have coach and and, and, i'm probably wearing your cap thank you for bringing that to us we're going to have a big veterans game uh honoring our veterans military appreciation this year uh, we want you to be a part of that. Um, we've got a lot of special things planned for our veterans this year, not just on that day and not just this Saturday and not just – it's it's constant, okay? We we have to stay vigilant, and uh, I know you remind us of that and what what yes, we sir. need to keep doing. And uh, you got my promise that I'll be there every step of the
4: way. Well, God bless you. And all I got to say is to all the veterans out there in the military out there, Go to a the game, they're, they're here for you, they're here supporting you, they want you to have a good time, they got a lot of great things planned. Go to a gunslinger's game, I guarantee you're gonna have the best time in the world. It's it's a blast. Yeah, and you met
1: guys like Jeff online here oh, a yeah. little while ago. Now multiply that by 24 more guys and that's the kind of people that you're gonna have here. And I know all the players that are watching tonight are the same way in regards to the military. Um, and i'm really confident that we're going to have a lot of fun but one of the things i love doing is just going to a va going to a va hospital inviting the the seniors we had this discussion earlier the senior veterans the ones that people have forgotten about that are sitting in nursing homes right now um go see them i we we organize we'll go play bingo with them we'll go hang out with them just spend two three hours have lunch with a vet they got the best stories, they've got the best... I mean, you, you want wisdom? Go sit down with one of those guys that have been through it, battle-tested, right? And and just enjoy yourself, and, and, and that's the, all we need to, to do sometimes. To add on to
4: that, and the last thing I'll say is, don't just go up to a veteran and say, thank you for your service, right. you say, how are you doing? There you go. Ask them how they're doing. Because a lot of times, they just need somebody to talk to. They just need, you know, they're they're alone, they don't have nobody else. Just ask them how they're doing. They appreciate the thank you, but they were, you know, like us, it, it's become a thing where, where we're just doing our job, but but ask them how they're doing. Just really show show some concern, and, and it can change their life.
0: What I'd like to know is, uh, Daniel, if anyone listening to our audience, anyone in the audience here tonight wanted to help out Operation Triage, how would they go about doing that?
4: Oh, Please go to our website, operationtriage.org. All of our information's on there. We have some great videos. You can see the great work we've done with uh, the Gunslingers and John Wayne. Um you can fill out our contact us page and we'll get back with you ASAP. Um, uh, we're all over Texas right now and Missouri. Um we've done some other things in some other states, but there's so many I mean just San Antonio alone, there's over ninety thousand veterans, retired veterans in the area. So we're we're focused here in a lot of the the counties around here but we're willing to travel and help anybody if they need the help.
0: So it's OperationTriage.org. Yes, sir. And they can contribute financially, of course. Yes, sir. Uh, we need that. Are, what particular are you looking for? Skills and volunteers that might be able to get involved and um, be able to. Uh,
4: if you're a company that has materials, paint, uh, wood products, sheetrock, um, some skills, we we'll use volunteers at job sites. So you know, it, just fill it out and we'll talk. I mean, we're not going to say no. <laughs> Beautiful. We'll make it work out.
1: No, and and that's a just. Sometimes it's just going to visit. Sometimes it's just saying the conversation, uh, hey, look, we know a lot of people don't have the economic ability to contribute on a financial basis, but we all have five minutes of our time. We all have the opportunity to sit down with someone and just show some empathy and compassion and... uh, so thank you again. No, thank appreciate you. Appreciate your brother thank you, coach. Um, We've got uh, thank you, got a partying
0: gift for him too. Oh yeah. We oh, we that. Do. Speaking of So hats. he
1: brought me this and I'm gonna give you that. Oh I love it. Perfect uh, color. Thank so, you. So that way uh, we wanna thank you again and um, we weren't
4: at the games. There you go. I <laughs> appreciate <laughs> thank it. You, coach. Again, God bless thank, thank you. you God God bless thanks again. Thank you Thanks again coming
0: out. This was Daniel Vargas of Operation Triage. Operation Triage Dog If you would like to get involved We'll be back with more of Branded when we return. Actually, before we return, we're going to have a little halftime entertainment between our two ads before we bring on Clint George. This is Branded live from the den in Lavernia. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks very
1: much.
2: quality. Here at John Wayne, it's not just a word. It's our foundation. From the people we employ, to the service that's provided, to the equipment that we design and install, quality matters. For nearly 20 years, providing quality Texas comfort to the San Antonio area communities has been our highest priority. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72. Plus, get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For quality you can count on, call John Wayne today. For generations, the family recipes at Carabas Italian Grill have been bringing people together. From the sweet smell of our scratch-made sauce to our rich layers of lasagna, we believe food made with love leads to tables filled with laughter. Dine with us or order out at Carabas.com.
1: we excited about the 2024 Combine here in San Antonio, great opportunity for these young men to show what they can do, we're hopeful, we're going to find the diamond in the rough and bring them on board to win this championship.
5: I've been in their shoes numerous times,
2: numerous times and it's just opportunity, you have to be able to see this moment and understand that it's not about what you did in your past, it's about
1: what you're going to do right now. If you're here for a reason, this is your opportunity to showcase yourself and get to the next level. Do everything you need to do to make this football game. Contact. We're going to find, find the, diamond the diamond in the rug. The diamond in the rug. You have uh, a moment in time for greatness to happen. And if you don't take advantage of opportunities, the answer will always be no. You have to bet on yourself.
2: And we do appreciate each and every one of you coming here today and, and playing hard. And, and there's obviously some more opportunities coming your way. We appreciate you all coming here today. Thank you, guys.
5: In, in your the, balls, uh, in this oh. song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I can't hear him. And
0: yeah. welcome back to Branded from Lavernia from the Den. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta work on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh and Lord! While we were away, we had uh, two drawings and giveaways. Uh, Jason Bennett won the special yellow coaches and my favorite, "Don't Tread on Me." Two A special Gunslinger shirt won by Jason Bennett and a Captain America from our superhero series jersey was won by Ronnie Collins. And you come out here to the den and wherever the coaches show next time it could be you. And we're joined now by Clint George, a man who insists on no introduction whatsoever. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Brandon. Clint.
5: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely.
0: Clint and
1: I met. We Clint's involved with the rodeo committee yep uh, the rodeo that's here in San Antonio for three weeks every year in February yep Um, and we met at a committee meeting they were nice enough to let us come out and uh, introduce ourselves and um, there was a whiskey draw um Yes, there, there was, was a couple of drinking involved and no and no and not, not really no. it was just a couple bottles that were there and they did a little silent auction to raise somebody wanted their dinners
0: and someone won and, uh, and somebody wanted it really bad yeah, yeah well, well above market yeah you know, no, we no we appreciate no. it no I, no I, that's the it wasn't about first market. of many times yeah. <laughs> that will
1: contribute to the organization but yeah. it was great yeah. and uh so we started bugging each other on the phone it worked out great and becoming friends uh so looking forward to a long relationship but so we're starting a committee uh, with the Gunslingers um, to interact more with the military, since we are in the greatest state in the US when it comes to the military. And that Clint is going to be a co-chairman of that committee and help us uh, to embrace our relationship with all the branches and do it correctly, because that's, that's a big thing. We want to do it the right way. Um, so. That's the relationship. Now, I'm going to let Clint, you want to first tell us you served. I did. How many years? About 27, 27 years. And of course, I have to say it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, And in those 27 years, um, probably all around the globe. And then when you get done with your military service, he is a strong, silent type, ladies and gentlemen. Um, When you get done with your military service, what did you do then?
5: Yeah, so I retired here out of San Antonio about a year ago, it'd be a year here in November. But in the meantime, during that transition, I got hooked up with the San Antonio Livestock Show and helping out with the production and doing the in- liaison or interface between the military community. Because as you right. said, this is Military City USA. And uh, we want to represent the military with that rodeo fan base and also represent the, mil- the rodeo and that cowboy way of life with the military fan base. And you know, the other night when we were at a meeting, um, you busted out a piece of paper with all the veterans that are in John Wayne's company alone. organization. alone. Yeah, the list went forever. And and veterans are so important as we're learning about um, our freedoms and everything we get from these veterans. Uh, we want to represent them. And your, your company is based off of that. So well, I mean, that's, that's why we're
1: there. That's the Don Reckler effect. Yeah. you know. And, and again, um, Good high-paying jobs uh, for these veterans to take care of their families and and to uh, I, I listen, they're great at what they do, but it's also a thank you. Yeah, let's not make any mistake. Yeah. Um, that's that's how that family, the Rackler family is, and uh, he'll never take credit for it. But yeah, no, I'm going pr- to keep awesome. I'm going to keep telling him how fantastic he is, whether he likes it or not. So, but so, you're also in other things, right, with the vet. Is it with the vet services or is it with the dogs? Is it with uh, w- what is it? Maybe I'm missing something.
5: Well, I also work a few days a month at an emergency referral center at Blue Pearl as a veterinary go. radiologist. So I do that sometimes to kind of pay the the spending bills of having the kids doing other athletics and stuff like that, so i got <laughs> oh, to pay for that. Oh, you
1: know that. what? Brag on them for a minute because this is crazy impressive if you guys don't
5: know. Go ahead. All right, where do I start? Start at the oldest? Yeah, just give them some love on the show all for right. sure. So my oldest, I don't know, she's somewhere around 30, 29, 30, I don't remember. Uh, she played <laughs> collegiate volleyball, uh, Division One volleyball, and was ranked number two in NCAA volleyball and blocks. So it's wow. phenomenal. She finished eighth in the uh, in the country when it was all said and done. Uh, just Proud of her, phenomenal. She's now stationed at Fort Bragg, or what will always be known as Fort Bragg to me. Right. I'm not going to call it anything else but Fort Bragg. There you go. And uh, she's stationed there as a nurse, and she's helping, she's a NICU nurse helping deliver soldiers' babies. And that, that's phenomenal, you know. And then yes. I got another kid up in Utah. Um, he's graduated out of Utah State. He's a EMS working in the first responder field and doing a phenomenal job up there providing, you know, a civil servant to those folks. And then I got another kid. Connor, who's, uh, I don't know, 26, 27, somewhere in that window. He played football at the Air Force Academy. And now he's a nuke missile operator up in Great Falls, Montana. And uh, he's underground right now, so I'm fortunate he doesn't get to listen to this. And it's great that he's up there loving it. And then I got a 14-year-old who's a freshman at O'Connor High School uh, playing some water polo and swimming. Uh, The kid's 6'2". He's got a a wingspan that they like having in the goalie. And he's he's fun to have there. And then my 13-year-old, she's also 6'2", six 6'1 six She just won a national championship in volleyball this summer for her age group at 13.
0: And so, she's probably I, already I mean, attracting interest now at that oh, height. It's, it's so already. fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah.
5: really <laughs> keeping us busy, and that season's just now starting. Yep. So it just keeps us hopping. But see,
1: that's crazy because, you know, Warriors
5: creating Warriors.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it there's something to be said with that. Yep. Right? I, I mean, say that a lot. Obviously, you, your family, um, you must have instilled certain traits in them that uh, led them down the paths they're in. And uh, again, not only as a veteran, but as a father, congratulations. Thank that's, you. that's awesome. Yeah, I'm a big great family kids. guy, and that's, I think that's something to be very, very proud of. Um, helps you sleep better at night knowing your kids are doing so well, doesn't it? Yep. Um, so that that's great. So I want to piggyback, I want to circle back, I should say. Let's talk first briefly about the rodeo, and then I wanna talk about your vision of you becoming the co-chair and helping the gunslingers.
5: Yeah, that's great. So, you know, being in the city that we're in, we have a huge fan base that comes to the rodeo, whether it's uh, people that come from around the country or people from right local, right in town, it's always consistent, it is extremely large, they show up every year, and our volunteer force of 6,000 plus people, I mean, it's huge puts this rodeo on every year, and and they service everybody in the community, they service the contestants that show up for this rodeo, and we try to give the premier rodeo, it's the first indoor rodeo of the season. Right. We try to provide a premier experience for everybody. And where is that, that being held again? It is at the Frost uh, Arena, you know, it's now known as the Frost Arena, Right. Uh, formerly the at and Center, and it's during the month of February. Uh, and it's, it's just an incredible show, you know, they have the carnival there during the day, they have concerts every night after the rodeo, um they have the exhibit hall that's open where those kids can come in and see livestock all that's, day long they have the kids the students that come in and show their animals
0: i was say you talk about competitors it's not just the guys in the rodeo events and the gals in in barrel racing right. every single one of the, of the the students involved with uh with ag is bringing the animal that they brought up to have it judged and go to auction and show off what they've done the competition there is Tear-jerking at times. Yeah,
5: it's phenomenal. It's yeah. it's great what those kids do, and it's amazing what they learn. You know, agricultural background just teaches you so much, and these kids are learning it and taking it with them yeah. the rest of their lives.
1: And, and we're gonna we're we're trying to have a presence there this year.
5: Correct. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna be involved
1: even more so than we have in the past. Um, I know John Wayne's always uh, got a presence, uh, or gonna have a presence, and we want the Gunslingers to have one as well. Uh, and show our support of that. Yeah. So we got the rodeo. That's exciting stuff. I can't wait. Uh, I plan on being there multiple nights and, and enjoying it with my family and our, our players and our coaches. Um, what about now that relationship now translating when we reached out to you guys about with the gunslingers?
5: Right. So I, I know you guys want to bring the military community into your we do. performance as much as you can. Not because you, you, you're – you want their attention or anything but you want to give back to the community exactly right and i think you guys are on the right path to doing that on military appreciation day i think you said may 14th is that right is that the right date uh 18th, 18th. may 18th, 18th is yeah. uh going to be the military appreciation day and the activities that you guys have and the recognitions that you guys are going to give to active duty and veterans alike will be appreciated by everybody including their families yeah. i think you know, when people come to see that show and they see your dedication to them, uh, it'll be recognized and appreciated. And,
1: and again, it's not about, we're not looking for a remuneration. We're looking for just a thank you. Correct. Just, not for us, for them. Yeah. Uh, the reason we do what we do is to say thank you. It's, yeah. it, we're not looking for a return on investment, yeah. okay? They'll recognize uh, that. Yeah, and, and uh, just make a special night for them. I'm trying to talk this guy into repelling from the ceiling. To, i can fall to hand the ball i can that's fall easy.
3: you can do it well, we can once, do it together yeah.
1: one will fall and one will repel <laughs> yeah we'll that's easy bet who does what yeah so uh <laughs> but again we're gonna we're gonna embrace that night Hell uh, but we're gonna embrace the entire year with our veterans and uh, we're counting on clint and the committee to help us do it the right way um, because we want to be i don't want to use the word politically correct because i hate that term we just want to do it the respectful way. Right. And how we approach uh, the branches and the military and and, and move forward um, not just this year, ongoing, keeping that relationship alive. So
5: Yeah, I think it'll establish something solid for this for the future.
1: But buddy, I know that you don't really like doing these things. Nope. And I sure appreciate it. Don't, seriously from the bottom of my heart. Um, because it's the things we don't like to do that we do for friends that show friends, and I appreciate you. Appreciate it. So how can
0: people show love to the rodeo? How can they get involved and support what you're doing?
5: As as far as the military or as far as volunteer system? All of the above. Come and ask. Come to the rodeo in February and look for people that look like volunteers. They will have some kind of uniform on that they look like a volunteer. Ask them where and what they do Tell them you appreciate what they're doing because they are volunteers. They right. give a lot of time to put on that performance.
0: Sounds like the military.
5: Yep, and All thank volunteers.
0: them, and then ask
5: them, ask uh, them yeah. how they can get involved. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, there's a website out there that they can that they can get on and uh, and volunteer on that website. And there's a lot of committees that need everybody's support, uh, so you, you can get on the the San Antonio Livestock Show next. Lots to of jobs to yep. put on that show. Yep. For so sure.
0: San Antonio Livestock and Rodeo.com or SARodeo.com. So that's SARodeo.com, folks, if you want to get involved. But as Clint said, show up, thank somebody for their, their service at the rodeo, for the rodeo. And one day it could be you. It could be. I don't
5: get on the computer too much, so I couldn't tell you that address anyway. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, we kind of set you up there. We didn't yeah. quite. Yeah. Yeah, we we, like, we, we sound page? eerily
1: simil- sim- similar in those respects. Yeah, you're kind of so.
0: used to addressing ambushes, and there right. was another one. You right. know, all you do is fight straight through it because yeah. that's all you can do. No problem. I didn't <laughs> okay. even react. So Sorry. <laughs> right. React to contact. Right. No reaction. Well, <laughs> thanks again,
1: and um, you know we're gonna we're gonna do this periodically. Um, Throughout the season, the year, uh, we're a 12-month-a-year team. We're not a seasonal team. Uh, we work not only for our team but the community 12 months out of the year. So we're gonna—I'm sure—we'll have you back. Thanks again, brother. All right, gentlemen. I appreciate, I appreciate, appreciate it.
0: <clears throat> Thank you very so much. much for being on. This has been Clint George with the San Antonio Rodeo. We'll be back with our fourth quarter and a very special guest. When we return, you are watching Branded with Head Coach. Tom and us.
2: dependability. It's expected by our customers and it's demanded by me. I personally guarantee the certified techs we send to your home and the equipment we install are dependable. John Wayne's American Pride Comfort Systems are designed specifically for San Antonio's extreme heat and humidity and come with a lifetime warranty. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72 plus get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For comfort you can depend on, call John Wayne today.
0: And welcome back to Branded with head coach Tom Minas. Now we are joined here in our fourth quarter by the man himself, Don Rackler. Thanks for coming on your second appearance on the show.
6: Well, thank you for the invite. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys.
0: Well, it's always a pleasure to have the boss man on. And hopefully this is an improvement over the last time. We're we're now out in Lavernia. You're in
6: my home, maybe. just yeah. Down the street. So it makes it easy for me. I appreciate it. <laughs> wasn't far to go. Wasn't far to drive and not long to get back home. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, uh,
1: you know, one of the things that it wouldn't be a veterans uh, show unless we had Don on because, uh, you know, I'm not going to brag on you because I know you're not that guy, but uh, um, none of this, none of the gunslingers, none of uh, the affiliations with uh, Operation Triage, uh, none of the other things, none of all the veterans that work for John Wayne, all those things happened because of this guy. Um, Interesting, though, what a lot of people may or may not know is the family history with the military, which started all this. When I said warriors make warriors, let's talk about your dad.
6: My dad, the greatest man that ever lived, 24 years in the Army. My dad was 15 years old when he tried to join the Army the first time and was caught. And so he he, uh, he actually, uh, uh, next year when he turned 16, same thing, but he got in. So my dad joined the Army when he was 16 years old, spent 24 years in the military. The last four years of his time he spent during the occupation of Japan. And my second oldest brother was born in Tokyo, Japan, uh, Bobby, and he was also a, uh, was a member of the United States Coast Guard. And uh, we always used to joke about my brother, Bobby. He was made in Japan. He was junk, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he, no, he was a sweet guy and my, and my good brother. But uh, my dad was uh, was a man's man. Uh, my friends used to call him the lecture man because if you came to my house, my dad was going to give you a lecture. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, and I can remember, uh, you know, we, we had very modest upbringings. And uh, if we're driving down the road and somebody's has broke down, we're pulling over. Yep. We're going to stop. We're going to help those people. And uh, that's just the kind of the guy my dad was, a sweet man, a patriot. He taught me love of country and uh, just a genuine, uh, real patriot, real American. great man, a man of his word, and uh, i fortunate he was my
1: dad. That's great. Well, God bless him. Uh, That's fantastic. Uh, So you became the man you are, being around that man, obviously. And you're a patriot. Um, I know when I met you uh, for the first time, I think after about 15 minutes, I wanted to give you a hug and, and tell you, how much i care about you you know that right yes um and i get asked all the time well why san antonio and it's this guy right here and the family um i mean that from the bottom of my heart <clears throat> but i want to talk about the, the good things that you've done um what you're working on now positive things that we're working on not football related Um, uh, football take care of itself okay i promise you that but i'm talking about with the military and your patriotism and the things that you've you've got on the burner right now.
6: Well, the most important thing we're doing right now is our uh, Veterans Appreciation Day that we're going to have at our ranch uh, this coming Saturday to honor veterans. Uh, this will be, I think, my eighth year, eighth, eighth year, seventh or eighth year that uh, that we've been doing this at, at the house. My good friend uh, Hank Whitman, who is a uh, captain uh, in the uh, Texas Rangers, he used to do at his house on, on, on July 4th, they have a barbecue down there, and bring the veterans over. And it, it just kind of outgrew his place. And he says, hey, can you, can you take this over for me? Can you help me out? And I said, well, I can, but on one condition, I'm moving it to November, because it's too hot in January, July 4th, to have a barbecue. And so he says, deal, so we, we took it over, and then we've really grown the
1: thing. We have a lot of good veterans that work for us. How many people because I don't think everyone can, when you say a barbecue, yeah, I, I was blown away by this number, everybody. How many people are going to be there? There will be over 1,000 people. I, mean, I think last year we were
6: 1,050, 1,100, give or take. And it's, it's, it's an all-volunteer thing. And uh, we will have a cook-off. We'll have about 20 cooking teams. They'll come in. They'll cook the brisket, the chicken, the ribs. And uh, on, they'll come in on Friday. And we'll have a little chef's choice, and they'll, they'll make their special di- uh, dish that night. Wow. And then they start cooking all night long. And then Saturday, we, bring, we open it up at 11 o'clock. We'll have hamburgers and hot dogs to about 2 o'clock for everybody gets there early. And then the, the veterans from uh, the nursing home in Forthville, Tejeda, and then the uh, Blue Skies in uh, San Antonio, the veterans that live there, they'll, they will bring them in by bus. They'll get to the house here about 3 o'clock. And we'll give them a big warm welcome. We'll be playing patriotic music. We'll all be uh, having American flags in our hand, and we'll clap for these people when they come out. And it's, it's a very emotional day, yeah. truthfully. Yeah. And uh, we just show these, these veterans some love that they need and respect. And, uh, and then we have a great little performance after that. We'll have a ceremony. We'll have a, we have a tray where from KTSA is going to be our MC and also our keynote speaker. We have a Randy Carroll from KJ 97. He will sing the national anthem for us. My daughter will give the prayer. Uh, We also have a magician coming this year. They're gonna give us a little magic show. He's a great American, a patriot that they've come to. He wanted to to show these veterans uh, some fun things and give them some veteran love. And uh, so it's it's a very exciting day, an emotional day, truthfully. And uh, we just have a great time. And then last year we started uh, to have a silent auction with some items. So we could raise money for Operation Triage, right? And so that's that's really grown again this year. We have a uh, we have a lot of things we're going to do, and and we're going we're going to make some money, and we're going to give it to, to Daniel, so we can help some other veterans that, that need that kind of help.
1: There you go, there you go, and and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, doesn't it? Bigger
6: and bigger, yeah. and uh, that's you know.
1: that's the thing that's uh, you know good things like that. You know, they always say my my dad was a Purple Heart winner, also and in the army and you know the the things that they say my dad used to tell me is surround yourself with better people than you and smarter people than you and you'll always be successful so i'm never letting him go (laughs) but but that that's the thing is that we we you know we're trying to we're trying to embrace that with the people that maybe can't now right or the people maybe stumbled or the people that maybe are just hitting a little hiccup in well,
6: life, right well true and and you know I think Daniel touched on this early uh, about how we treat our veterans right. and truthfully it's disgusting it's pathetic it's pathetic how our government treats these veterans for example the nursing home in Floresville I have to request six months in advance to see if I can get them to come to my house they put up every roadblock and a stumbling block to make sure that it doesn't happen and then I have I have to pay the buses and the drivers to get them there because I get no participation no help and that's pathetic these these guys who had put their lives on the line and that's how we treat them right. right It's it's disgusting really it's it's infuriating really because you know we live in the greatest country in the history of the world we do right and we have life liberty and the pursuit of happiness correct right? but those are only words on paper and that somebody's willing to put their life on the line for that. Right. To have the courage to put on a uniform. That's right. To fight for those things. Right. And they did. And then we don't, we don't stand behind them. We don't treat them. I had many veterans come to me last year, and it was very emotional. And they said to me, to me personally, I've never felt that way again. I've never, I've never felt so loved or respected as I
1: did today. Yeah. And that makes it all worthwhile. Yes. Uh, it really does. At True. the end of the day, if you can change one life, if you can make one person, you know, and and we were talking about the suicide and uh, the homelessness and the mental health and all that, you can save a life doing this stuff. One afternoon with surrounded by people that love and respect you can save your life, yes, uh, or give you the avenue to seek help or to just have a fun day, yeah, absolutely, when you haven't had one in a year. To have one fun day and to, to look forward to it and uh, you know thank you I mean that's all I can say on behalf of uh, on behalf of the entire gunslinger organization in the city of San Antonio the state of Texas and the people of the United States if it wasn't for people like you and I mean this genuinely if it wasn't people for people like you we wouldn't have the opportunity to do good in this world and um, it, it just means everything to me that you do that and I'm a part of this and I told you this before, I'll say it again, I'll be there hand in hand with you if you ever need anything to help achieve our goals and our causes to do this stuff because that's one thing you and I are simpatico on 100% and uh, I want to make sure that the public knows when you come out to a gunslinger game or you come out to a veterans appreciation game or you come out to just any game it doesn't happen by accident okay it happens because great people are putting forth the effort to entertain you to support you to help you and to do all those things okay so when you when you bend your knee tonight say a prayer for this men that we're on the show and thank them and for my brother here and my friend uh, please you know give thanks that there are people like this and try your best to be like them be like them okay um, and so yeah we didn't talk a lot of football uh, for 85 90 percent of this show nor should we this is bigger than that okay so God bless you Don you know I love you to death and uh, We're in it together, brother. So whatever you need, you always have me. And I know Ralph feels the same way with his service and the things that he's accomplished in his life. And uh, I'll let you take the parting shot.
6: Well, you know, I appreciate all those nice things you said about me, but I couldn't do what I do had it not those who came before me. Understood. Those who, who made these freedoms. Without veterans, there are no freedoms. There's no Christmas. There's no Happy New Year. There's no Fourth of July. There's none of those days. Right. There's not this Veterans Day without those people right. who had the courage to put on that uniform to fight for our country, right. for these freedoms, for these things that we believe. So those people have provided that day and this day and the days going forward. And it's just our day to respect those people. It is. But yes. it
1: takes courage to carry the torch. So we appreciate you. As humble as you are, we appreciate you.
0: I think we have uh, one of your vets, I'm pretty sure, Jeremy Blaylock. Is he not part of the team, Is in part of your team? He's
6: a John Wayne uh, fellow and been there a long time, and he's a great asset to our company. He's he's a true patriot.
0: Well, it's what he says here, that's a true patriot there. And uh, we have Dukon from Arena Football statement, grateful for the Patriots out there fighting for goodness and freedom and says, you're a remarkable man. we got to get uh, Dukon down Dukon's going to be on
1: the show here soon. Very yeah.
0: soon. We'll get to come out and, and get him to to shake your hand. But, it, it, Don, it, it takes somebody to take that first step. And I thank you as a vet on behalf of all those vets. I see the future that you're talking about in these veterans that you're bringing in. If not you, who? If not now, when? You're the one who took the step. And I bless your father for putting that fire in you because it's the right thing to do, and that's why you do it. It's the right thing. It may be the hard thing, but it's the right thing, so that's why you do it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks it. again, Thank Doug. You. Appreciate you. Absolutely. All right. So we'll be right back. Yep. This is the Thanks end again. of our fourth quarter. You are watching Branded. And the greatest service theme of all coming up next. We'll be back with our meet and greet in just a bit.
2: quality. Here at John Wayne, it's not just a word. It's our foundation. From the people we employ, to the service that's provided, to the equipment that we design and install, quality matters. For nearly 20 years, providing quality Texas comfort to the San Antonio area communities has been our highest priority. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72. Plus, get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For quality you can count on, call John Wayne today. For generations, the family recipes at Caraba's Italian Grill have been bringing people together. From the sweet smell of our scratch-made sauce to our rich layers of lasagna, we believe food made with love leads to tables filled with laughter. Dine with us or order out at carabas.com. <laughs>
0: and welcome back to our final segment the meet and greet as we can say again game over gunslingers win uh, tonight with this show i think it's i think it was a great show but we're not quite done yet we want to involve you one more time thank you for making us the most watched coaches show uh, involving indoor football currently running and probably going forward as well, I, I so. say with a high degree of confidence. And we want to reward you now, or at least the the smart and quick ones reward you now. Oh, the people watching at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, the people okay. watching at home.
1: So, one of the things that we're going to add to the show is every week we're going to ask a trivia question. And it may not be football related, maybe football related. Uh, and it, the first one to answer online we'll get a prize and we'll mail it to you right so tonight's trivia question in honor of veterans the veteran show is out of all the presidents who have served in the military only one president received the medal of honor who was it go and we'll see who comes up with the answer first. Now I know a lot of guys are on the internet right now trying to figure out the yeah, answer. Yeah, they're to that. they're Googling. So but
0: somebody somebody's gotta know this one already.
1: Somebody's gotta be a Google. So wizard. while we're
0: waiting for that, let's yeah. talk about the schedule. The only real football thing that we're gonna talk about as far as the gunslingers, well, along with Jeff being on, is the schedule finally dropped and we have our first word of when our first home game's gonna be. When is it? That our first home <laughs> game is <laughs> is going to be Saturday, April 6th right uh, we host the northern arizona wranglers first home game yep of the second coolest logo in the entire league after ours of course right in our first game red white when's white.
1: our first game the 30th or the first game is March. april 1st or oh, april 1st and right. that
0: is against another patriotic outfit out of san diego right the san diego bombs i mean strike force right. and that's it. get get online now folks and Get but let's in. pack the house for the first yeah. game. Let's show, you know, the
1: players, let's show the community, let's show our sponsors, let's show our fan base what we're gonna be about in twenty twenty four. I mean, one mission, one goal, win the championship, right? And uh, it starts it starts it started for us two Except months September. ago. Yeah. You know, but has it already
0: been two months? Yes. It's been two months. Wow months. Wow, the campaign continues. Go ahead and get into the subscription program now again, starting at just nine months uh, $9 a uh, a month. Right. And uh, as you can see, for a few dollars more, you can get even closer. Well, that's the thing, too, is next week we're going to have uh,
1: Jordan Stubing and April Stubing on to talk about uh, Jordan's going to talk about, you know, the Cyber Monday specials, the Christmas specials. Uh, our merchandising we've got some unbelievable stuff again you know this is all Jordan you know this is what he does this is Jordan yeah This is I Jordan. mean he's <laughs> just uh, he's just fantastic um, and, that's Jordan uh, yeah <laughs> right and uh, his better half uh, April will be on and she's going to go ahead and talk to us about all the opportunities that people have uh, in relationship to the subscription service uh, you know sponsorships uh, things that that people can get involved in businesses personally and, uh, and all that. So,
0: And we do have a winner. We do. We do have a our winner. Our first
1: winner on Branded. From
0: and uh, before I get to the winner, uh, Texas P said Trump should be the second to win the Medal of Honor. But our winner tonight is Michael Wayne Davis.
1: Michael he Wayne said, Davis. He
0: said Roosevelt, and I know he's not referring to right. his, co- his cousin who came later. Right. No, it would be Theodore Roosevelt. So Michael Wayne Davis is uh, our so winner tonight. So Michael,
1: yep. you're going to reach out to Jordan at Jordan at He's Grit.
0: Right he the room, so oh, there the he show. is. Sorry. Here. Reach out to Jordan at. <laughs> I, <never remember. laughs> Wait, Wait. I didn't here. even know he was here. Congratulations. And, and, and there's awesome. Jordan. Or the, Jordan's back. Okay, that was the joke. That's Jordan's. Yeah, back. I got it. Okay, you no, that's it. awesome. Uh, you didn't laugh because it wasn't funny. So it was like a joke.
1: Online here, wherever you got a chance of winning. Uh, I guess to to wrap up, I, I just wanted to say again, um, thank you to all the men and women for their service, uh, for protecting us and 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 covering us in that blanket of freedom. Um, freedom is. Uh, if you saw my post over the last week, freedom isn't free. Uh, it comes at a cost, and sometimes the highest cost is lives. Um, it's not just money; it's not just it's lives. And um, you know, we gotta, we we gotta, all these conflicts, everything going on in the world today, and our men are protecting, our men and women are protecting us, and we've got to step up, people. We've got to step up. It's not if or when; it's now. Let's just do it, and. Uh, uh, again, if you're in an organization that's looking for help, looking for uh, someone to pick up a shovel, use a hammer, call me, uh, I'm your guy. If it helps them, uh, I'm glad to do it. Um, but we, we really gotta step up and just start it like the guys were saying, just start it with the conversation. Just say thank you and just, you know, yeah, I get, I say it all the time, thank you for your service, but. How you doing? I love that. How are you today? How how can I make your day better by just sitting down and visiting with you? So,
0: yeah, as Daniel Vargas said, follow up with how are you doing? Right. How you doing? Right. And that sometimes it's the simplest things. So, I guess that's it, brother. Um, do you got anything else? Well, I wanted to mention that our next show is going to be next week, November fifteenth, and we'll return after a grateful Thanksgiving break like to say for all my brothers and sisters in arms and to the rest of the people out here, uh, it doesn't matter. Some gave, uh, all gave some, some gave all, but every one of you signed the blank check of your life and your future to our country. Thank you for that because otherwise it'd be a draft. You voluntarily stepped up. For those that were drafted, you came and you gave anyway, even though it wasn't your choice and wasn't your call. Thank you for your service, and may you all receive the support you are entitled to in return. I guess I can't say too much more.
1: No, that's great. Uh, that than was that. Very well.
0: So the final word. The final message.
1: word. Eli, Liliana, and Mila, it's time to go to bed. I love you.
0: This has been branded for November eighth. 2023 thank you very much for watching and we'll be back next week whether we'll be at the den in lavernia or somewhere else you'll just have to stick around and find out thank you very much for joining us on branded good night folks good night